Hi, everybody. Welcome to Trek Trek. I'm your host, Justin Chang, and with me is Randy Nelson. Hey, welcome back, buddy. We're back. Uh, yeah, so Star Trek Discovery, they took a little break, and we likewise took a little break. Uh-huh. But the show is back, so we're back to talk about it. Yeah, it, it would have been pretty impressive if we could have talked about the episodes before they aired. But, you know, time travel is a common occurrence in uh, in Star Trek. Hmm. But, but not in these episodes. No. Uh, not, not, not yet. Anything is possible, as we're seeing. We're going to talk about Star Trek Discovery, Season 1, Episode 10, Despite Yourself. Mm-hmm. Not to spite yourself. Right, right. Or, you know, when you, you cut off your nose to spite your face. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I had a real hard time reading the, the title of this episode. <laughs> to spite yourself? No, no, it's despite yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, this this episode has a pretty special distinction, right? Mm-hmm. Do, do you know what I'm, what I'm talking about? To what are you referring? Well, I mean, obviously it's a mid-season premiere. Right. But uh, it has a certain, uh, a certain someone at the helm, hmm. if you will. Someone at the helm. Oh, that you guy. The, you mean the director? <laughs> the director. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I was not being super literal. That you know, it's a captain at the helm or or that kind of thing. No, it's it's number one. Number one. Yeah, Jonathan Frakes directed this episode. Yeah, it was his first time directing Star Trek. In many, many moons. <laughs> I guess you could you could say that. Space-related, right? Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's what I was trying to get at. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't trying to be obtuse. <laughs> I, I was like, who? Was there a guest star in the <laughs> piloting the Discovery? I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. That would have been really interesting. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, the, the, the guy who plays James Bond, who was in Star Wars. No, just kidding. He, he wasn't in this. So the episode begins... Uh, where the previous episode left off, where Discovery is in, it's somewhere, Discovery somewhere in space, in the middle of a bunch of destroyed Klingon ships. Mm-hmm. Bunch of debris floating around. And uh, Saru says that the computers say that Discovery is where it's supposed to be, but nothing looks right. Uh, That's never good. A Vulcan ship appears and attacks Discovery. Okay. Uh, but luckily... For them, uh, discovery saved by the USS Cooper. Uh, Saru says that the quantum signature of the Cooper and the Vulcan ship don't match with discovery. Okay. I so. guess it's something that they check. You know, that's like a standard thing. The ship shows up. Let's check its quantum signature. Yeah, it's, it's not quite right. Not quite right. And Maybe they just have an alarm for that. Well, uh, and Lorca comes to the conclusion that they're not in their universe. Mm-hmm. Well, because the guy has some, you know, additional <laughs> knowledge that not everyone's privy to, right? Then it's the opening credits. Uh, when the episode comes back, uh, Stamets is out of it. Uh, but Lorca takes his care out of Dr. Colbert's hands. Mm-hmm. Like, you're too close to it, Colbert. Uh, Tyler is in a shuttlecraft to acquire a data core from a Klingon raider, uh, but he has flashbacks to when he was being tortured. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tyler finds a Vulcan and an Endorian in the Raider. So what's going on there? 
Right, right. So they're they're clearly deceased in the battle. Yeah, but uh, uh, Vulcans and Endorians working together on a Klingon ship. Yeah, super super weird and unexpected. You know, uh, r- real quick, one one thing I I noticed was that they've brought over the uh, the holographic technology even into this little pod shuttle thing that Tyler's piloting, mm. where he almost has kind of this augmented reality uh, interface for it. So yet again. Something that's way more advanced than <laughs> we saw on the original series, or I guess a lot of the other Trek series, but it still was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, after he returns to Discovery, Tyler confronts Laurel. Uh, she speaks a Klingon prayer, which she says should have woken Tyler up. Uh, but while he does speak Klingon back to her, he still does not remember what happened to him. Mm-hmm. So wait, what wait a second. Has he been brainwashed? What's going on? Maybe he's a sleeper agent. Mm-hmm. Um Michael analyzes the data core, which is of Vulcan design, and discovers that they are indeed in a parallel universe ruled by the Terran Empire. Yes. This means they're in the mirror universe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Saru theorizes that, uh, our discovery and the mirror universe discovery switched places, uh-huh. which is bad for our Star Trek universe. Yeah. Cause we're not sure what a, uh, spore drive equipped evil discovery might be able to do. Uh, the Cooper hails discovery and Lorca is about to respond, but Michael finds the crew manifest and tells them that the captain of the mirror universe discovery is... Tilly. Yes, that was just so cool. She finally became captain. Yeah, she has. And uh, it's uh, it's an interesting situation. <laughs> uh, Lorca steps in to help uh, get the Cooper off their backs by putting on a Scottish accent. A nod to Scotty. He's, yeah. He's claiming to be an engineer. Yeah. Oh, let's uh, let's bring on our chief engineer, and then he uh, and then he sounds like Scotty. So that was a super cool little nod. Uh, Lorca has the crew blend in and rebrands the ship to the ISS Discovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only major exceptions are Michael and Lorca. Mirror Lorca is a fugitive because he attempted a coup against the Emperor, uh-huh. and uh, it was Mirror Lorca who killed Mirror Michael. Right. So she's she is no more in the mirror universe. Our Lorca discovers that there was another Federation ship that arrived in the mirror universe. The USS Defiant. Right. You know, I'm starting to think it was uh, pretty good that we watched Enterprise so recently. Yeah, that was a really cool nod uh-huh. uh, to the Enterprise two-parter in a mirror darkly. Lorca wants to get aboard a Terran ship and get information on how the Defiant crossed into the Mirror Universe, mm-hmm. as we know as the Tholians. Uh, the plan is to have Michael pose as her Mirror Universe self, uh, the captain of the Shenzo, and, uh-huh. uh, because the Mirror Michael was never found. The body was never found. So, mm-hmm. so she could just be missing. Yeah. Uh, Tyler will be accompanying Michael, but he wants to get checked out by Dr. Culber first. Uh, Culber kisses Stamets, which briefly wakes him up, and Stamets tells Culber to be careful because the enemy is here. Yeah, well, we know. She's in the brig. Yeah, that's right. That's, mm-hmm. that's all it is. Right. Uh, Tilly, or Killy, 
uh, puts on a show to convince the Shenzo to meet Discovery. Uh huh. It's pretty convincing. New look, new attitude. Uh, later, Culver tells Tyler that the Klingons did extensive bone crushing procedures on Tyler. And it appears that the Klingons have put a personality over an existing personality. Uh-huh. Uh, Culver tells Tyler that he's not going on the mission, but Tyler hears Laurel's prayer and snaps Culver's neck. Yeah, I mean, he was just, you know, he he was just adjusting it, right? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a common thing. No, that was... You know, that, it happens all the time. That was pretty shocking. Yeah, I... My stomach dropped. And you know what? I mean, obviously we'll discuss this more in a moment, but we've only... This is what, you say, episode 10, right? Yep. We've just met these characters, and I'm already feeling shock when something (laughs) happens to them. But it was admittedly very shocking. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you have this relationship, the only real relationship on the show... Mm-hmm. I mean, there's Michael and Tyler. There's is a very unhealthy relationship. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, you have Stamets and Culver, and then they just take one of them away. Yeah. So, well, we'll talk talk more about that in a minute. Uh, Michael, Lorca, and Tyler being over to the Shenzo, and Lorca is put into an agony booth. Uh, captain Connor, the current captain of the Shenzo, tries to kill Michael in the turbo lift, but she manages to kill him, which uh, solidifies her cover as her mirror universe self. And yeah. uh, that's that's kind of the end of the episode. Yeah. Well, um, going back real quick to to something you just talked about, that, that fight scene in the turbo lift was pretty great. Yeah. It, it was definitely not a uh, like a hammer fist <laughs> classic Trek fighting. Not that I have anything against it, but it was it was uh, well choreographed. Um, yeah. So this episode, wow. Um, I, I you know I have to have a little anecdote here, which was uh, you know we we with the listeners might not know, but you know we don't watch these together. We watch them separately, sometimes at different times uh, on the day that they they air. And uh, I got a message from you that was simply, I cannot wait for you to see the episode. And and I took that as not hurry up and watch it, but you just can't wait to hear my thoughts, right? Yep, exactly. What an episode. It was great. Oh, super great. I mean, shocking question, <laughs> questions about shocking events aside, uh, it was fantastic. Um, one of the one of the very best episodes I think I can recall. Yeah, there were moments when I was about to jump out of my seat while I was watching mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, and it's 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 kind of crazy. You know, we we assumed. I mean, we 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 took a little leap of of uh, of faith and you know thought, hey, they're at the end of the the first half of the season, or I guess chapter one as as it is. You know, we thought, well, they're they're going to be in the mirror universe, right? Like they've, they've leapt into a mirror universe. And what if it's the mirror universe? And it turned out to be the mirror universe. And it, it, it could have gone a lot of ways. And I think the way it went is, is just pretty spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, the mirror universe is more sinister and unnerving than ever. <laughs> And I think part of that, and and I don't know, let me know what you think, is that it's, the show already has this 
different kind of darker tone to it. Mm-hmm. And then it just went to like 11 <laughs> in terms of darkness. Yes. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, everything you mentioned, the agony booths, they're terrifying. <laughs> everything about it is just so terrifying. I would not be able to even function in the mirror universe. <laughs> <laughs> I would just give up. I would just say like, look, I'm out. I would just nope out of there. Uh, I would, I don't even think I'd be able to attempt like, uh, Tilly is just so heroic for even trying. <laughs> And uh, that was just another great moment with her, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. The Mirror Universe episodes are some of my favorite episodes across mm-hmm. Star Trek. And mm-hmm. this one is just taking it to another level. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's... When... I I guess I can't really collect my thoughts, but when I was watching it and they were talking about the Defiant... That's so cool. Like they're referencing these these old episodes that we watched. Yeah, not too long ago. I also think that you know, it's almost it's showing kind of a respect and reverence for what's come before. It's acknowledging it and it's also it's acknowledging, you know, enterprise. Mm-hmm. And you know, actually, you know, thinking about it, it's I mean, I don't know what it means, but it is sort of interesting that the major callbacks in recent Trek have gone back to Enterprise. You have this, and then you have Star Trek Beyond, which really drew very heavily on Enterprise. Um, and there was also, in the in the Kelvin movies, there's, there's multiple references to Enterprise. And... In a way, I don't think it's just because it was the most recent Star Trek. You know, you know, anecdotally, it's probably not the most watched Star Trek. Yet they've they seem to someone somewhere has some real reverence for for Enterprise, and uh, it just kind of reminded me of some of the cooler stuff that happened while we were watching that series. Yeah, I'm really glad that we ended up watching that series. Um, mm-hmm. It it has enriched my Star Trek viewing recently. Sure. I mean, if we hadn't, we wouldn't have gotten as much out of Star Trek Beyond, and we wouldn't be getting as much out of this Mirror Universe, uh, I guess, arc that we're in for. Um, So they have this unnamed Emperor, and I knew it wasn't going to be, but I was kind of hoping that it would be like Hoshi. Right. Oh, you know what? That was my immediate thought, too. You know, what if it's Hoshi, and, you know, what if it's... You know, the explanation is just some sort of life extension technology, right? Mm-hmm. Because obviously it's been, how long since Enterprise? A couple hundred years? It's uh, It's been a long road? No, it's, it's been, been a long road. <laughs> uh, I don't know, like almost a century, probably. Right. So it's it's been, you know, longer than a normal human lifespan. And it's supposed to, it's supposedly close to original series time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm thinking, what if it's... I mean, Hoshi was my number one choice. Number two would be, what if it's Archer? Hmm. Oh, but Archer died. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He, yeah. yeah okay. he died. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but what if it's Hoshi? Um, you can't really have it be someone from the original series, like an early intro of a character, because obviously the actors are, are, too, are too aged to do that. Right. Hoshi would have been, I think, a great choice. And, and you know, um, the actor who played Hoshi's pretty active. And she's still, I see her in stuff all the time. So uh, it'd be pretty cool to see her. But 
Well, I guess we'll find out about that later. Yeah, we'll find out in <laughs> the next episode, The Wolf Inside. Mm-hmm. Not uh, the wolf of uh, not the wolf of Warp Street. No, the wolf inside, okay. and not the wolf among us. Oh, that would be a, a great TV show. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>